two best friends who love to chat Oh, what it's like to be an ant Those who ant Those who Hello, and welcome to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant-colored glasses. I am Auntie Mags. I'm Aunt Pat. And you know what, Pat? It's been a very emotional uh, little couple of days for me, because I don't know if you know this, but two of one, my one girl niece and my one boy niece both had a birthday this week. Oh, my God. It's like... Um... That's exciting. It is exciting, but also, you know, it's a little bit heartbreaking. Uh, you know, Josie is turning sweet 16, and I can't believe it, and it's killing me. And then Frankie uh, just turned 14. Well, in uh, 14 is the new, um, oh, yeah, that's bad because 14 is like the new 26. It certainly feels like it. It feels like it when, you know, his his. Uh, his voice is changing, and oh, is it going up like that? No, that was me being emotional. His voice. Oh, Dominic's voice is changing, and are they changing in any kind of like fun, like actionable ways? Like they could get work doing the voices. I don't think so. I think normally, you know, when somebody's voice changes, you know, if you're a performer, maybe it's a good thing. But when you're an ant, just kind of watching people age, and you realize how fleeting life is, uh, oh. you know, it's just too much. And I saw a picture from his fifth birthday when we went bowling, and we had to put those little bumpers on on the bowling alley lane. And we, I think we still do because he's not a good bowler, but you understand he's aged. Yeah, well... That's that is that's tough. That's tough. But you know they're getting closer to being able to like rent their own cars. That's twenty five. By the time he's twenty five, oh god, who knows where I'll be? Oh, you'll be. Oh my god, you're gonna be. We're gonna be back on a cruise. I was just gonna say that. Do you think we'll be back on cruises by then? Ah, uh, we'll be full time. Oh god. I. You know what? I remember when we were on the um... the Norwegian. They mean the name of the boat. It was we were on the festival, the dawn. When we went on with Patty, was it the MS Norwegian Jewel, I believe, and there was a passenger on there who lived on the ship. Do you remember that story? Now, were they a prisoner? I can't remember how it had happened. Seems like they would have to be to want to stay there, because, like, how long do you want diarrhea is the question. Which uh, seem like Until you're thin. Yeah, I suppose. Well, you know, let's... Everybody on a ship, I, people don't know this. They should know this. They put something in the food. That helps your bowels move. It helps you be so that you, because they don't want their toilets clogged because they are unreliable at best, those toilets. I feel like those shows moved my bowels. Oh, this, the, with, the, with the production cast and whatnot? Yeah, I feel like a lot of those shows, I'd go in and then right after the show, I'd be like, get out of my way, make way. And I wouldn't go to the cabin. I'd go to one of those common areas and poop in peace. Yeah, when you're traveling with someone, the best thing to do when you've got when you have to do your business is to do it in a public bathroom and then save you know the number ones for the the bathroom you share that's why you and I will always be the best travel companions because we know that mm-hmm. it's urgent just know that you scream turn on the radio and then you run in if if you got to go in the cabin you just scream turn on the radio and then that's how it works and it's beautiful anyways my nephew and niece are aging and it's really they're all aging i suppose it's really getting to me anyways i would hate to live on a cruise but I would love to go on a cruise again because that would mean this whole thing was over. The MS means Ms. 
multiple sclerosis. I multiple sclerosis, Norwegian jewel. I mean, if you're trying to raise awareness, I get it, but I'm on vacation. I'm glad I didn't know that at the time. I thought it meant Ms. I thought, because I thought, oh, look at all these single women, Ms. That's exactly right. Now it makes me sad, but aware. Yeah, see, you know, we're talking about it and they did their job. We should look, I'll text my niece to see if she'll hop on Yahoo and Google that for me because I want to see what that does stand for because I don't know. Oh, okay. You don't know. Yeah. Text her. Text her to Google it. I'm going to text her to Google it right now. You know, who also would be able to help us out with this is our guest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, here we go. I say it every week. Our guest is the best person alive, and I mean it. And don't for one second think that it's less true because I've said it so far every episode. You know, it's, just, it's a tier. It's not, it's not a, a title. It's a tier. So there can be several best people alive, you know. There's not just one. So I just want to, I want to say that. If people are giving me guff about it. Keep your guff. I don't need it. I got my own. Yep. This holiday season, keep your guff. Keep your guff. No returns on the guff. Keep it for yourself. Keep, keep it for one. As my old friend Pat used to say, keep it for one. Well, I think you're absolutely right, Megs. I think that our guest has so many answers that, that they're willing to share with us. Thank God. Uh, please welcome to the podcast, the inimitable, I think I'm using that right, Benice the niece. Hello, Benice. Oh, hello. Oh my God, you guys are so nice. We are so happy to have you here. Stop we, it. This, you're our first official niece. Stop. You make me feel so good. You make me feel so good. Why can't my mom do that with me? Mm. That's not your mom's job. Your mom's job is to basically be an, an enemy. And then your aunt's jobs is to be your friend and to, and to help you when you need help. So you don't have to thank us because this is our job. No, my mom's job is to be a bitch. I just got home for Thanksgiving. You know what she turned my room into? Uh-oh. What? A dog hotel. What? Oh, no. Yeah, there's like all these dogs and they are, I mean, I've never even seen one before. So they're not like local dogs. You've never seen a dog, period? Or you've never seen any of the dogs that are residing in this hotel? The, the second. I've never seen any of these dogs. They are strangers to me. Where are you to sleep now? Exactly. Exactly. In I, there? With them? No. She said that I would contaminate them. So I have to quarantine in the garage. Is it heated? I got to get your mother's phone number. Please. She, I, I don't know. She's just such a bitch. You know, normally I'd say like, um, oh, don't say that, but not now. Unfortunately, you know, that is, that's the case. That's what you're dealing with. And for your mother to start a small business without telling you and that it affects you is unkind. You know, it put, kind of puts us in a position of, you know, this podcast is very much about supporting women, supporting small business, especially small businesses, you know, run by women. But what your mother has done is put us, you know, Belinda, if you're listening, you've put us into, you've painted us into a corner because here's the thing. If you had turned Bernice's room into like a workout room or an office, you could at least sleep on a treadmill or a couch or the bed stays in there and you're, you're not displaced. But what are you supposed to do? Crawl into a kennel over my dead body. Over my living body. 
over my body. I agree. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, she's only starting this business because she has to pay for her surgeries. And it's like, mom, like you're not Sophia Vergara. It's just not going to happen for you, mom. Now, can you explain that in a way that makes us understand? For sure. So, you know, have you seen the film Magic Mike? Oh, yeah. 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 But we... I went at midnight the night it came the night uh, before it came out and we were in full costume. Oh, and what were you dressed as? Pecs. Oh, two pecs. That makes a lot of sense. So smart. Um, pecs. Yeah, that's really good. Um, but she so she saw it with me once. It was on TNT. It was a local TNT. Um, and she was so obsessed with that Joe McGigalano. I love Joe McGigalano. Oh. Yeah. So she's like made it her mission to kind of uh, change her body. And she wants to be Sophia Verguer because that's his wife in real life. So every time I see her on FaceTime, it's a different face. It's a different body part. And that's why she has this new small business. And it's like, she doesn't care about us. Like, you know, her post-divorce, like she just, it was for her, it was a freedom papers and she was scurrying up to the North. We love the idea of a woman reclaiming her freedom after a disappointing marriage. Now, Bernice, you need to know, we support you still. And we are 100% on your side because that's what we are. We're ants. We're always on your side. But we do love the fact that your mother is trying to reclaim her life after years wasted with, uh, you know, a husband who didn't make her happy. But, however, there are always reasons um, for concern in this story, you know, sometimes people use plastic surgery as an addiction. Sometimes people. Oh, witness protection. Oh yeah. Is she doing witness protection? No, I wish I would like to witness her be protected against me. Mm. Yeah. Now, when you say that protected against me, I mean, uh, yes, with me, like, I just feel like, I don't, I feel like we're going to come to blows, physical blows. Oh, like fisticuffs. Yeah, and I might have to fisticuff her. Mm. Would you? I feel like it's very natural, like in, in the animal kingdom. You know, you know. this was my first year at college, and I did take an anthropology of animals course. Um, and in the animal kingdom, the second female has to come home and kind of show her, you know, that it's time for, you know, things to change. The pecking order may need to switch a little bit. Is that true of all um, animals that when the second woman comes home, they have to fight to be um, like penguins even? I think they either fight or they talk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I hope it's the latter for, for my personal situation, although I don't have kids, so I guess I don't have to worry. Is that only a mother daughter thing? Like if the daughter returns or is it like, you know, my younger, if, if, if like my sister who's younger than me could do that. No, I think it's only mother daughter because otherwise you can't have every female animal fighting every other female animal. Right. Thank God. So what do you think she would do? <sighs> I don't know, but she's been tripping me a lot because the way that she plugs in these cords. You guys got to get, you know what? I'm going to get you an extension cord that's your own personal one. And oh. you can use it and plug it in somewhere and then plug everything else into that. Like one of those long ones, one of those, you know, the orange ones that mm. are rated for outdoor use as well. You can get that. And you tell her that I got that for you and her, you know, to keep you 
from having to fight one another. I'll piggyback on that, Pat, because that's such a thoughtful gift. And I'm going to do uh, I'm going to do the thing where I buy you those little tacks that you have. They have that little clasp and then the tack, you know, and so you can tack it to the you can make it like a border. You could do it against the, the baseboards and tack it so you don't have to be stepping over cords. You can snake it wherever you want. Put it put along the, the border of the room, you know, so you don't have to step over it. So there, one-two punch from you two ants. Please, because last time I was carrying so much milk. You have that allergy to too little dairy, right? <laughs> yeah. This is great because not only in this podcast are we talking today about multiple sclerosis, but also about this allergy where you can get too little dairy. Uh, how much milk would you say you have? Or dairy? Because well, a lot of people don't know this is how we met. And this is how the, the familial bond, um, you know, became a thing for us, which is we we were at the store and we saw you um, shoplifting some cheese. Yes, some um, some low-grade mozzarella, high, high moisture. It's the best one. Mozzarella is the best cheese by far, and I will fight anybody who says differently. Um, unless it's you, Pat, or you too, Brittany. So you guys are welcome to have your own opinions. Anybody outside this podcast right now says there's a better cheese than mozzarella? I don't want to hear it. Now, tell us from your perspective what you felt and saw that day at the grocery store? Thank you. Um, Well, you know, this was in high school, so it was so long ago. Uh, But I did kind of used to do that. I used to steal from grocery stores because to me, you know, big grocery isn't hurting. Okay. Everywhere I look, there's another Dominic's, another Coop Town, um, another Piggly Wiggly. And I, I've had enough. I'm a, you know, I'm a big pro mom and pop gal. So when I do do my thievery, I like to go to grocery stores. And I went to this particular grocery store. Uh, they have the best low grade, high moisture mozzarella around. Um, and I, I took it and the security guard was walking towards me. Uh, he was coming pretty quickly and both of you kind of beelined tackled him. And I, I appreciate it. Well, you know, as some people who who listen would know that, um, my, uh, biological niece, Tina, uh, is a shoplifter herself. Mm -hmm. And I saw you and I thought, oh, there, but for the grace of God, no, uh, there, there, and the grace of God goes Tina. And, um, and I thought, Ugh, you don't need this to besmirch your record and all that. So, you know, that's when we interceded. And um, that felt really good to do. It really felt so good to save, spare a young woman from something like that that was completely unnecessary. And God only knows what would have happened in the grocery store, little jail that they have. You know, Pat and I, as women of a certain age, we feel like sometimes we are ignored. Uh, by society in general. And so the full-on sprint and tackle that both of us did to that security guard felt so good because it was like we were running, we were screaming, don't you touch her! And we, a full tackle. And that felt so good. Pat, didn't that feel good to you? It was a high that I would like to feel again. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without I still feel like we weren't really that seen. You remember in the movie Ghosts where um, the demons come? Remember the movie how the um, ghosts, you know, okay, any film or show about ghosts, you know how they can move things? 
And you're like, what was that? That's how I still felt that day. But it, I knew we'd made an impact. I felt like the, maybe the security guard was like, where did the ghost come from that tackled me? Because, again, it's so true, as Meg said. At a certain age, you're just a, a, a rustling of the wind. You know, you're not a, a human being anymore. But it must also be an advantage because, you know, like the invisible man. Like, I mean, some superhero strengths come from their invisibility. So I think every every gift, you know, is a curse to somebody who doesn't know how to work it. Bernice, you would have never gotten caught taking that cheese if you'd been our age. <sighs> I mean, I we should start stealing. And that's a fact. We should. I mean, I won't, but we should. You know, she's right about that, Bernice, because you're so young and youthful and your eyes sparkle and your skin glows. And when people see you, they think, look at that little angel on two legs just walking around. When people see women over a certain age, you know, I I believe the inner monologue is either, was that, what was that, a breeze? Or how is that husk walking about? Where's her, where's that thing's caretaker? How did, where, where, where is she going? Who what let, does she have to go to? Who cares? Who let the crypt keeper come off of that show? And why aren't you making puns and scary name puns? What are you doing at a grocery store? You're supposed to be saying things like, oh. Look at her neck, they say. Look at her neck. You know what? I, everyone knows what my neck looks like. You know, Thank one time you. I, I visited my grandma and she kept her toothbrush in her neck. Mm. Which way? Up and down? Or like pointing right in? It was it was a diagonal. <gasps> Good for her. Was that because she was worried that she might misplace it? Yeah. And she had to brush her teeth, I don't know, two to five times uh, a year. And so that was just easier for her. A year? Yeah, uh, doctor's orders. She, wait, did the doctor delay the toothbrushing? No, she had too much enamel. She could bite a car. She could buy a car in half, my grandma. So the doctor said, stop brushing your teeth. Hopefully that enamel will kind of break itself down. So two to five a year. Did she swish? I'm worried about halitosis and overall gingivitis. And No, she didn't swish, but she drank a mojito. So she was covered. Minty. Now, Benice, we've we've talked about this. And, you know, it's something that I would like to understand because of my own uh, relationship uh, with Tina. But what can we talk a little bit about unpacking you stealing? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'll be honest. If I see it, I want it. Yeah. I don't believe in jobs. That's never something I've believed in. I think we're not put on this earth to work. Right. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah, right. And so, you know, boy, that's appealing. When you say it like that, it's very appealing. I see something, I want it. That's human. I don't want to work. Also human. So far, nothing that you've said to me would, uh, uh, it shouldn't really be offensive to anyone. And uh, you want, you, I mean, you want to talk about stealing. Think about what the federal government has done to our, our lifetimes, to our land, to our people. Talk about stealing. Once they go to jail, then, then I will go ha- happily. I'll, you know, kind of put my hands right on top of each other and I'll fake that they are tied together and I will walk into a jail. You guys can't see this because this is a, a podcast recording, but she's doing like the Gangnam style. You remember that? Uh, that's what it was reminding me of. 
Mm-hmm. Gang, get him up Gangnam style. Do you remember that song? It came out, oh boy, late 90s, early aughts, I want to say. Oh, before me. Yeah. You, Ugh. you weren't even, oh God. Wow. Born, you wouldn't even be born yet until 2002 and a half. Mm-hmm. Oh, you little baby. You sweet little baby. No, it was that one that was like, Hey, ladies, if your man want to go buck wild, just go back and hit him up style. You remember that one? Oop. Oop. Yes. I remember it, too. Good, Pat. How, sing, sing, sing a little of it. Uh, like you said, hey, ladies, if your man wants to get him up, up, if your man wants to get him up, if your man wants to get some more style, then you go to the beach for a while. And man, when I get the, then ladies, if you man want to, you know, it was so catchy. I guess I didn't know, know it. No, you did. You did. Okay. Pretty right. You know what? I may not necessarily, one, I think we've covered shoplifting and I think, you know what? That's okay. But two, I do believe in in education and um, we're so we're so glad that you're getting an education. And um, I don't think I understand what you're majoring in or what you're trying to do, but you you can have some time here to talk about what what you want to get out of it. Yeah, because you know, you, your aunt Pat and I sat down and we and we were trying to figure out what exactly, just based on what you told us, you know, on the phone last week when we talked, we wrote down. I mean, we 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 took notes and we were trying to figure out what it is. So, would you mind just kind of explaining it to us in a way? that hopefully we can understand? Yes. Oh, absolutely. So when I first I went to college and I thought, what's the point? Like, I'm not getting a job. That's not going to be my truth, right? Um, but then I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to go. Mom was like up my butt. Uh, so when I finally decided to go, I wanted to study crustaceans. Because um, have you seen the film um, The Little Mermaid? Yeah, well, you were intrigued by the part where he says... What 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 do they got? A lot of sand. We got a hot crustacean band. Yes, and I thought that you would make a billion dollars off that. So um, I I want to study crustaceans and music, and I want to figure out how to make this kind of crustacean band happen for me. And then I thought I could be kind of the Lou Pearlman minus the molestation of crustacean bands. Crustacean rhymes with molestation, which is well, which is I mean. But I will not be molesting the crustaceans. That's not my gig. Um, yes. So in your mind, you are going to be like a talent scout recruiting kind of crustaceans into forming a hot crustacean band? That's the dream. Okay. And so, and so tell us what subjects you're taking, because here's the part we couldn't figure out. Because we made a list of all the classes you were taking. And you told us you would you you know you were about to sign up for your second module of classes. So yeah. wrote them all down, and I couldn't make heads or tails of it. Neither could you, Rampant. So would you run us through that again? Sure. So it is that animal anthropology class, um, and then it is a treat or trote, and it's where you kind of have to pick if it's something sweet or if it's a trope, which is you know a general idea. 
Uh, the other class I'm taking is music management, and that is taught by Quincy Jones Lookalike. And then the fourth class is kind of where you get six items and you have to figure out how they relate to each other. And I thought that's going to be going to be good for my band because you might think a scallop and a lobster have a lot to talk about, but I could just see that not going well. So that's the whole class. You find six and, and are these themed as far as like under the sea is concerned or are they like six random? No, there's six random things. So what I had for homework was it was a picture of um, Bruce Valanche. It was two hot dog buns. Uh, so that's three items. It was um, a yuzu plant from Japan. It was a tiny dancer that looked like Tony Danza. And then it was six. 16 eggs but then they were the kind of eggs that were just a shell there was nothing inside mm. yeah did you turn in your assignment because let's do this one right now no i did i haven't turned it in that's what i came home to the kind of work on okay so we got a bruce valanche hot dogs which count as one object right mm-hmm. we got a an uzu plant which i love i got a i got a citrus and uzu candle from target oh my goodness Take me on vacation, why don't you, Candle? We have a tiny dancer that looks like Tony Danza, and we've got 16 eggs, but just the shell. Oh, I'm sorry, the two hot dogs were individual. And they were hot dog buns. Yeah, yeah, hot dog buns, buns, buns. Okay. And then 16 eggshells. This is like six degrees of bacon. But this is, the, this is the class. How do those fit together? How do we get them to communicate? Okay. Hold on. This is why I didn't go to school. It, it, and this is why I dropped out. Yeah, this is, um, one, this feels um, like there's a good chance that there's not a right answer. And then, you know, this feels like one of those things where they say, there's no right answer to this. And I spent all this time trying to figure it out. And they say that the, the, the point was the journey. And then I get mad. That's a lot of college. I got it. Okay. It's Bette Midler. The answer is Bette Midler. Think about it, okay? Bruce Valanche was, and still does, wrote much of Bette Midler's uh, comedy. So all the jokes you see in live shows, all the, for years, Bruce Valanche has been Bette Midler's writer, okay? So there's that. Two hot dog buns. What is Bette Midler known for? Having the best buns in the biz. So true. Right? Ooh, uh, yuzu, okay? Is it yuzu? Yuzu. Yuzu. Yeah, yuzu. Yuzu, Okay. Yuzu is a delicious, almost citrusy plant, you know, and Bette Midler is from, originally she lived in Hawaii, a lot, maybe a lot of people don't know that, but her family moved to Hawaii, she still lives there, okay? So Pacific Island, not necessarily Asian. For the boys. For the boys, yeah, okay, that was my only one that was a little tricky. T- uh, tiny Dancer, Bette Midler's a Tiny Dancer, have you ever seen her on stage? She's tiny. Tiny, okay? But she loves to dance. Who else loves to dance? Tony Danza. <gasps> and I believe there's another connection now, which is who's the boss? Bette Midler's the boss. Mm. And then 16 eggs. This one was a stretch. It took me, this is what took me the longest time. Ready? Mm-hmm. When you look at 16 eggs from a distance, only mm. would you think they were real eggs if you see them up close because it's just the shell, right? So you would, from a distance, believe they were real eggs. The answer is Bette Midler, and I, I stand by that. that. That's what I'll be turning in. 
but show your work because I'm not here to do your homework. I'm here to guide you. Absolutely. I will show my work. I'll probably do a, a, a video analysis. You're so good with videos. Yeah. I've been watching your TikToks. I'd love to see them. I don't know how to see them. I'll send them to you. You'll be okay. Fine. How though? Send them in a way that I can see them. Okay. Sometimes, and I say this with love, you send me things and I click on it and I go to nowhere. That, that must be really scary. It is. I think I want to see it. What if it's you saying, I'm in a trunk. This is the one call I could make from the trunk or the, or the one post I could post from the trunk. And then I click it and there's nothing there. And I think, well, you send it to, well, one, if, it, if that ever happens, send it to Mags first. But two, please let me be able to see it. I can't see so much of it. Do I need to update my phone? Maybe. All right. I don't know how to do that either. Don't. So. <sighs> okay. Take a breath. We're going to help you. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to help you. Okay. And you know, you know how many times Bernice, your aunt Pat has texted me. Is she in a trunk? All caps, million question marks. And I'll just say, no, no. And then I will play it on my laptop and I'll FaceTime her so she can watch it. But here's the thing. If it weren't for my niece showing me how to do that, I wouldn't have ever been able to do it. You know, you just, we got to see if we get Jeremy and Tina to come over, help you. But in the meantime, we'll update your phone and just don't panic. Please believe if she sent us a TikTok or a video that had her in a trunk, I would already be at your door picking you up. Um, I, I, I just don't want to come off this too quickly. I want to say this. I, um, I, I believe in the beauty of your dreams, Benice, and the last thing that one generation should do to uh, the, the younger generation is, is to tell them that they can't do what they want to do. My concern is that your dream to have a band made of food is, I, I want you to succeed, and I guess I, I don't want you to end up like me, that... Um, has lived a mishmash life that has given me very little financial stability. I mean, but this is kind of a no brainer. Yeah. You know, you're right. Well, let's talk through it, Pat. Hold on. Hold on. We taught, we said we were going to be a little bit more, you know, backbone on this one kiddo. Cause we, we love you so much. We want to support you in any way we can. We believe in your dreams. Now, I also want you to know, I would never expect you to have a backup plan um, because people say if you have a, if a fallback plan, then you're going to fall back on it. But what we do want is to think about maybe, I can't imagine this is a major that people have, right? So because, it's, because, because you're the pioneer, you are the brilliant mind that's thinking of it. So what's your actual major going to be? Maybe that's a good place to start. You know, what, what are you going to actually major in? This way we know you're going to get a degree in case your circumstances change and you need to get a job, even though you don't want to. We just want to know, right, kiddo? It makes sense. It does. So I'm going to be majoring in um, animal and music management. Okay. So, so if this doesn't work out for me, I guess it's bears the dance. Dancing bears. Oh, like a park ranger. You know, I don't like green. Did you say grain or rain? Green. Green. Ah. Uh, well, 
You could do one of those parks that's like out west, you know, where there's it, the dirt just blows around. Arches. Arches Park. Oh. I, what's Zion? Which one's Zion? Oh, Mormons. Mm. <gasps> you could be a park ranger for the Mormons. They need that. You know, these Mormons, for as little caffeine as they drink. Now, if you're Mormon and listening to this, this is just gentle ribbing. But what in what are you doing? Have you seen the underwear? No, well, I, I, we're not supposed to, right? No one's allowed to see the magical secret underwear except them and God, right? The first time I saw that moment underwear was when Mitt Romney ran for president. And I couldn't believe it because you could see it under his college shirt. I don't know how there are so many Mormons because they're breeding like bunnies. But that underwear is hideous. And I think if the world knew, if it got out that you could procreate that much with that hideous of underwear, you know, Victoria's Secret would be done for. Because it's like, why am I trying? I don't know. That's just food for thought. Anyways, you could go to one of those parks. You could go to, uh, what's the other one? What's the other one? The Grand Canyon? Very little green. Those sound like great ideas, but I'm kind of all in on the crustacean band. If I may, um... I'm not going to tell you how to do stuff. Because again, I'm an aunt. I'm not your mother. All right. But I feel like at some point in the next 10 years, you're going to be sitting with a therapist and they're going to say, what was this all about really? And you may come to a epiphany where you figure out what this might really mean for you. But you keep doing what you want to do, and, and Mags and I will support you, and I'll send you some money. Do you need any money? No, I'm good. I really am good. And I already know what this is about. In third grade, I got locked in an aquarium. In the water? No. Oh, thank God. Just the building. I was locked in. It was a field trip. I got locked in there. And those crustaceans, they took care of me much more than my bitch of a mom ever did. Now, when you say took care of you, what did they do? Explain this to us because, you know, a third grader is, what, nine? And you, you, you can see things in a different way that maybe sad adult eyes wouldn't see. So what, what, what went down that day? I, I feel like they entertained and they inspired in a way that kept fueled me to keep going. I wanted to give up and kind of, you know, fall asleep and just, you know, say... I don't care who rescues me. I don't care if I ever get out of this aquarium. This is my new home. But they kept it 100 with me. And that's why. That's why I want to I pay it forward back to them. You could also just w- work at an aquarium, I guess. You could. Yeah. That seems like a way that you dream. Listen, how are you going to meet all these crustaceans unless you're there? Day to day, you build relationships with them. Maybe you hear them if they can play any instruments or sing. That's a good way day to day. And it's also a nice way for you to get some benefits, which, you know, after you turn 26, honey, you're going to need those. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. It's not blowing your hair back. No, my hair is forward. Right. You might want to push it off your face just a little bit. You're so pretty. Stop. Sorry, I, d- I know I'm not trying to embarrass you. You just have such a pretty face, and sometimes your hair's in your face. I can't see your beautiful eyes. Oh, my God. You guys are so nice. 
sweetheart. We're not saying anything that's not true. Oh, God. And you're going to get to an age where you wish that your hair grew out of your face so that no one could see so much of your face. And I want you to enjoy this part of your life where everyone's like, I want to see your face because you get to my age. And again, either they cannot see my face or I really wish that my hairline came down uh, past my nose into a mustache, which I have a mustache, which you'll get a mustache. Now, see, I'm sounding like my mother. Yeah. Now, if I was sounding like my mother, I would say, you know, if you want more makeup by now, you'd be married. And that's arguably, is she right? We don't know. I love her. I love her to death. And she denies saying it, but I love her to death. You know what my mom says? If you drank uh, less milk, you'd stop farting. Well, that seems probably true, but also unfair. You got to drink the milk. You need the milk you need. It's a catch-22. We get you lactate milk so you don't have to take the pills. Oh, I didn't even know that was a, a thing. Oh, it's great. It's very good. If you like me, kiddo, but I drink coconut milk. The other day, I think I, I might have said this already on this podcast, but the other day, and this is maybe an indicator as to how exciting my life is, but I took a sip of coconut milk and said out loud to myself in my own kitchen, that is luxurious. You've got to be in more commercials because you really react to things and then you say them out loud. And you know what, Megs? It's not hard for me to believe that you said that because that sounds exactly, you know, Bernice, we have done so many things together, Megs and I. One time we were in an elevator and it was one of those tall, real tall buildings. And um, the elevator was very quiet. You barely felt anything. And Meg said out loud, what is this, the future? Stop it. And I thought, are we currently filming a commercial for this elevator? And she meant it. She's so earnest. She's so earnest. I believe everything that comes out of her mouth. She's relatable. She has an opinion about things. I just really think, so she's, you know, she's got this little shop that she's trying to get off the ground, this Poncha Villa. But I also think that I, I told her you should get one of those uh, agents or whatever and you should be selling things because I will buy them. Nobody supports me like the two of you. And thank you so much. And I love you both so much. The fact that you didn't just laugh at me when I said, what is this, the future in an elevator? That is so beautiful. And it just it speaks to, you know what, you too, kiddo, because it speaks to how supportive you are of us. I've always thought you could be an actress. Oh, my God. You know that um, woman who is the mean one in The Handmaiden's Tale? Now, is that the one where Jennifer Lopez, she's, um, she's a stripper, but it's not crime exactly. What's that one? Selena? No. A marriage proposal. Yeah. Th- that's the one with, shoot, a marriage. What's the, what's the one with Tom Bergeron? Major League? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, is that the guy? No. Tom Bergeron, isn't he the judge from the dancing show? Am I thinking of Tom Selleck? I mean, when am I not? But Does he blow your hair back, Tom Selleck? Oh, God. Well, you know what I found out? Yes, he's attractive. But you know what I found out? He has an avocado farm and stole water. He did during the drought. Stole a bunch of water. Who does he think he is? He's also a big NRA guy. Yeah, and a big cigar aficionado. He was on the cover of that magazine. You guys remember that? All right. You know what? Officially over Tom Selleck, we potted ways as of today. Yeah. Good. Good for you. I potted ways with him when Richard didn't want to marry Monica on Friends. So I haven't seen all hands on deck or whatever you said. What is it? What was the one? 
Handmaiden's Tale. No. I guess what I'm trying to say is, yes, Mag, shoot into the arts. She's mean? Is she mean? No, but I think when you're genuine and when you're an actress, I think sometimes you put hats on and sometimes you take hats off. So in this one, am I putting on a mean hat? You put on a mean hat. Taking off a nice hat? Yes, but the hats are always at, at your fingertips. I like that. I get cold. You look great in a hat. Mm-hmm. You guys, what is this? Lift up Aunt Mag's day? Because I'm here for it. I love it. I mean, I look, I wear my heart on my sleeve. I tell it like it is. I have honest reactions. I think coconut milk is luxurious. I am who I am. And that's all we want for you, kiddo. We want you to be who you are, right? We just want you to be who you are in a way that will make it so that you can live comfortably. Right, Pat? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want, I also know that um, perhaps in the past, uh, your mother has resented baby Pat, myself, and Meg's the other one. And um, I also want, want your mother to know, I would love to have a good relationship with your mother. Now, I don't have a good relationship with my sister, who's given me my, my nieces and nephews, but I want her to know that, you know, we're coming at different angles, but we all want the best for you. I'm sorry. That is Carolyn's fault. Your relationship with Carolyn not being great is Carolyn's fault. She doesn't appreciate you. She doesn't treat you the way you deserve to be treated. And she does not recognize the special bond that you have with your nieces and nephews. Belinda, if you're listening, we want to have a relationship with you. But our first priority, no offense, is Benice. It's got to always be that way. It's going to always be that way. And she's not a good lady. You know, she wrote in Ben Carson in the election. Ben Carson? Ben Carson? She said he only gets better with age. The Tonight Show guy? No. No, he played the butler on that show. Mr. Belvedere? No, the other one. He played the butler. Soap? Benson. Benson? Yeah. Wait, did you say Benson? No, I said Ben Ben Carson. Oh. Remind me. Which one is Ben Carson? Ben Carson is the, he's the current um, head of HUD. He ran for president. Would you remember that uh, Republican debate where he got scared and he didn't keep walking in the hallway and then they kept passing him? Oh, that was like looking in a mirror. I remember that. I remember thinking that man is the most boring human being I've ever laid eyes on. You know, that's something, too, because I've seen the Eagles live in concert. An animal band. It's an animal band. You know what? What else is an animal band? Technically, the Muppets, the, the Miss Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, because Animal's in the band. He's the drummer. Can you picture that? That's the that's Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem, featuring my personal favorite, Janice. I'd like to say, you know, in a bipartisan way, you know, regardless of who your mother um, throws her vote away on, you know, we would like to have a good uh, working relationship uh, uh, with her, and um, and and I hope that I hope that that can happen. You know, I I've tried to reach out. And um, I hope that someday that your mother reaches reaches back. And and you can be mad at her. You can be mad at her, and that's okay. But she's you only get one. I would also like to circle back on please please don't hit her or push her or smack her, or pinch her, or you know, or suck her in the gut or or call her pancake butter or anything like that because you'll regret it later down the road. You know what that reminded me of. And let's get back to that. I agree. Don't get violent towards your mother. Kill her with kindness. Don't kill her. Love her. Let her live with kindness. 
But also when you were saying all that stuff, Pat, remember that song that was like, smack it up, flip it, rub it down. Oh, no. That reminded me of what you just said. Maybe we could do like a version, like a parody version of that song that's about things not to do to your mother. I'm not going to hit her, but I will think very nasty thoughts near her. Okay. But what if you said to your mom, mom, I don't want to sleep in the garage. It's cold in there. There's no plumbing. There's no, there's no bathroom. Even if you got a drop sink in there. It's fully renovated, to be fair. Wait, is it like the garage, like where Mona lived on Who's the Boss? Very nice, but it is, the decor is disgusting. It is like a Palm Beach, Miami Vice kind of bachelor pad, and I can't do it. Oh, kiddo, this is a different spin on what you were saying before. Now, this is making me wonder if maybe Pat and I jumped the gun on, you know, getting get mad at your mom for a sec about the dog hotel. It sounds like it's not a question of, does she care for you? It sounds like now it's a question of, do you just not like the tape, you know, the, the theme, the motif of your new digs. She gave you new, she gave you privacy. She gave you the gift of a college student returning home with their own entrance, with their own apartment, essentially, right? Mona lived above the garage and Tony and Angela were in the main house. And Mona was a very sexually promiscuous woman. And she got to bring whoever she wanted. They didn't even know. She had her own interest. It was perfect. So I did a boo-boo. You might have, kiddo. Tell us more about the garage. Everything's a light lavender, almost a lilac. (sighs) The other day, I thought the toilet was the bed. Why? Because it's really soft. It's got one of those seats, you know, that's padded. Is it one of those ones where you sit on it and you can hear it go? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I fell asleep on the toilet. I did that, but it was when I had mono. Oh, I didn't know you had mono. Oh, yeah. I've had it like six times. They say you can only get it once. I, I got it all a half dozen times. Mono isn't the correct uh, phrase for that for, for mags. It should be called plural. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I wish I could get mono. All the popular girls in high school had mono. Yeah, well, all the popular girls at my school had kids, so careful what you do. All the popular girls at my school, you know, we're, are still my friends. I'm friends with them. They're nice. Some, a lot of them nice, nice people. I was pretty popular in high school. Anyways, the thing that I want you to remember, kiddo, is that, and, and, and Pat and I, we support whatever you do. The day we met you, we saw in you this person who we wondered, you know, should she get a stool softener? But also we wondered, how does so much magic fit into this tiny little thing? We just saw nothing but potential. And I believe in my heart that if anybody is going to make a crustacean band work, it will be you. But I also know, as somebody who used to have dreams, you got to be looking out for your best interest. You got to be smart. And you got to be 10 steps ahead. You remember that song from Aladdin where he's like, got to keep one jump, head of the bread line, one swing, head of the sword. That's you. And you I feel only what I can't afford. Mm-hmm. Except you can't afford it because we offered you money and you, know. you said you were good, right? So let's mm-hmm. think, how can we be Aladdin in this situation? Because he doesn't have a job. No. You know, he doesn't have a job. What does he do? What does he do? Right. He seduces the princess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the story there? With integrity. With integrity. He did lie about the one thing. But, you know, sometimes you got to tell a little tiny white lie to get your foot in the door. He got his foot in the door. They fell in love. And then, boom. I, okay, I'm not a prince. I'm a street rat, but I'm a good one. I wonder how that ended up because 
You know, sometimes when it's like two opposites like that, like someone who's who comes from money and someone who just, you know, I wonder how long it took for him to like kind of get his sea legs and find a job because you really want to be with someone who, you know, is kind of an equal partner. And I'm not sure. Well, Jasmine, what does Jasmine do? Princess isn't a job. It's a title. I'm sure there's philanthropy yeah. involved. Princess Diana had, she had, she had a few jobs. Princess Diana. Dirty right? Diana. Oh, is that about her? I think so. Remember that video? I do. We're not allowed to like Michael Jackson anymore, but I do remember that video. It's a slippery slope with him. You know, here comes Halloween, Thriller starts playing, and I'm like, get excited. And then I'm like, oh, no. Dang it. You need a shock collar. I do need a shock collar. Now, Bernice, uh, I don't want you to um, worry about what the answer is going to be to this, but this is the first time we're having, you know, a, a niece uh, here as a guest. And um, I think what we want to know from you is... Take us to your happy place. Take us to your aunts. Now, normally we would say, take us to your happy place, take us to your nieces and nephews, but you're not an aunt yet. So take us to your happy place, take us to your aunts. I'm not including uncles. If you've got uncles or funkles or whatever, if you've got them, I guess you can include them. But, you know, take us to your aunts. What well, makes a good aunt? What do you like about aunts? What do you wish you could improve upon about aunts? You know, and present company included. Okay. Um, I think aunts are incredibly supportive. Um, they are the wind beneath my wings if we're going to stay with Miss Bette Mittler. The Divine Miss M, thank you. Uh, my favorite kind of aunts are the ones who take you to tea and then maybe a dirty movie. Wait, elaborate. Oh, I guess I, what I mean is an R-rated movie. My aunt took me to see Species and it was the first titty I saw on the screen. And I thank her every day for that. No, I never saw that. So I can't speak to, you know... Species. It was about a, um, a woman who was part alien, and she her job was to um, get impregnated, and it it really focused my sexuality. And I think that's why now, even when I um, make love to a man, I I screech. Okay, now I gotta ask because it's who we are. You're being safe, right? Oh, every day. No, every day I'm safe, and I, I don't have sex every day, but I am safe every single day. Um, I'm, I actually invented something kind of cool. Oh God. It is a male birth control pill. All right. Well, that's okay. What? No, Mm -mm. no, no. Explain where you got the funding, how you did the research. Was it a double blind study? What's your test market? What are the side effects? How did you come about this? Are you cooking it up in a lab? Where's the lab? What are you doing, buddy? No. Uh, to all of those questions, no. It is a little bit of salmon roe that I put in a capsule, and then I give it to my partner. Um, we also do wear condoms because the pill, while it stops the semen, it does not stop STIs. So, What in the world is making you think that salmon roe stops semen? Have you and... And what is an STI? Uh, sexually transmitted investigation? I guess it is an STI. I think it's investigation. Boy, I'd watch that network. You know I love a crime show. I'd watch the STI network big time. Uh, well, have you ever had sushi and wanted to have sex? Yes. 
Okay. Well, then I guess my test market was just myself. Sushi? No. Sashimi? Yeah. Okay. Sushi is where I was thinking with the little salmon roe on it. Um, Cheese ball, yes. You like to have sex after a cheese ball. You know the holiday ones with the slivered almonds on it? Yes. They're like pink. Yeah, that's the port wine one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It makes it feel special. Yeah, it does. Because wine and cheese together, what a blend. How often are you having sex? Are you on the pill? Because condoms aren't always effective. Are you doing a real pill or are you doing salmon roe? What is the cost of it? This is too costly for you. Go to the student union and get some free birth control. I do. I am on the shot currently. I get it once a month. uh, And it keeps you pretty dry in terms of egg production. And that's my um, my means, along with the condom and the salmon roe. And then what were, what were your other questions? How often am I having sex? I don't know, once every blue moon. So twice a year. Okay. You made it sound like it was happening a lot more. Oh, I wish. Are you counting all the sexes? Oh, what do I count as sex? Yeah. I count it sex if you're holding hands while you do it. That's it. And also, by the way, this is a talk you can have with your aunt. This is not a talk you can have with your mother. Oh, she would never understand. I don't fully understand myself at this moment, but I know you're going to elaborate and I'm going to get it. Okay. So I think sex is when there's four erogenous zones. Forget what they told you on Friends. There's four. Four? Two nipples, a booty hole, and your pee-pee. Oh, kiddo. Are you doing butt stuff right now? Sometimes we'll butt to butt. Okay, that's the, uh, okay. What? You've never butt to butt? What? What is butt to butt? You heard of uh, scissoring? I've heard of it, but I heard it's not real. Myth. I mean, you could do the act, but don't believe what they do in Blue is the Warmest Color. Don't believe it. What's inaccurate about that movie? Well, you know, I'm ansexual, you know that. I came out to you within 10 minutes of tackling that security guard. You yelled, I'm ansexual. Immediately, like, you, like, like uh, it got knocked out of you. And I thought, good for you, Megs. All of a sudden, yelling it out. I didn't know who you were telling because I know. Um, but I was glad that you said it. I, I wish you'd say it more often, just surprising folks. Ha! It's like that, that comedian on the street in New York who comes up and is like, Rah! and people yell. I love to see people startled. I'm sorry, keep going. I don't remember what I was saying. Oh, oh, I do. Blue is the warmest color. It's horrible movie it's a horrible movie it was directed by a man a lot of times you can tell when a man directs two women in a love scene because things that don't really do the trick are done and in the movie they do the trick and in real life everybody's like yeah it's okay so what's butt to butt butt to butt let's not say it's a hat trick but every once in a while it's going to a child's birthday party what no it it's when you you rub each other's butts while you hold hands. So you butt, you're back to back holding hands, just smashing butts? Yeah. Oh, uh, I love that. At, or is it like that? You guys can't see what I did, but I think you know. Is yeah. it like a bear on a tree? Or is it like... B- like, um, back, like, like, um, b- you're a big fine woman, won't you back that ass up? Is it back, are you backing that ass up? Kind of. You, you, uh, you know how there's a butt crack? You want to make a plus sign with a butt crack. So it's perpendicular? Yeah. 
So one person is hovering sideways and one person is standing? It's not for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it might not be. So, oh, you, I guess you could be on the bed. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So your, your butt cracks make a plus sign. One person's like, well, I guess their arms don't have to be up on the side, on their side on a bed, butt out. Butt out. Yeah, usually it's one person is face down on the bed, butt in the air, and then the other person's kind of balancing on top, or like a, almost a pyramid where the butts connect you. You got to have core strength for that. You know what? I got to say, too, it's okay if you're not having sex and this is something that you made up. Yeah, that's okay, too. That's okay, too. No, I'm, I'm definitely doing this. Okay. Good. That's good. I'm glad. And I'm glad that you're telling us about it. Yeah. And you would be just as loved and just as cared for by us if you weren't. You and know? That's, that's cool. But I'm definitely doing this kind of butt stuff all the time. But yeah. twice a year. Twice a year. Yeah. Well, my body has to um, recover. My orgasms are a, a mini season of a TV show. Six episodes. The Undoing level. How did you do this? I've, I've never heard of it. Is that something that's going around on college campus? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's, everybody's doing it. Who does it has the um, pretty long orgasm. It's, I know you said it's, um, you definitely have it doing it, but it's okay if you're not. And it's okay if you're not really at school. And it's okay if that's not really your majoring. And it's okay if your mom called me and said that it was decided better to stay home. And it's okay. If any of that were true, which we know that it's not, but if it were true, Mags and I will always be here for you. And there's nothing you could say or do that would be embarrassing or shameful. And we will always love you. And that's okay. And you have a wonderful imagination. And whatever you end up doing, you're going to land on your feet. And it's okay if you're not taking a class where somebody has to connect six things. And I just, but I still did it. That's okay, too. Yeah, all these things are okay. Okay, whatever. You seem, you're having a reaction here. What's, tell us what's going on in your heart and your mind. Oh, it just got really cold. It got really cold and my, my stomach started tying. Tying. Hmm. Do you need a glass of milk? Yeah, that probably could help. Why don't you get a glass of milk, kiddo? Go get a glass of milk real quick. Okay. Okay. Hey, Pat. Yeah. Is she all right? Um, you know, there was a summer... Where I told people, what's the guy who did the dancing on the ceiling? Lionel Richie? There was a summer that I told people that Lionel Richie, that I'd met him at the mall, and that we went to the beach, and I got pregnant. And I came back to school, and I told everyone that I was pregnant with Lionel Richie's baby because I needed some attention. Yeah. And then people found out, of course. Well, they didn't find out. I mean, they knew I was lying. So she's going to be okay. You know, she's going to be okay. But don't wake a sleepwalker, you know? Yeah. Let her wake herself up and then just kind of be there to put a blanket on her when she's outside in the cold. That's right. Yeah. Hey, do you feel better now? You feel better? Yeah, yeah. I just needed some milk real quick. You want to run and go get a lactate pill real quick? No, I'm okay. Okay. You show yeah. up? Yeah. Okay. What was another movie you saw with your aunt? Oh, besides Species? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember now. She took me to, this is a movie we watched. It was on TV. It was um, a Christmas Carol, but um, Vanessa Williams was Scrooge. I can't remember what it was called, but I remember Vanessa Williams was 
the Scrooge character. Little known fact about your Auntie Mags. A Christmas Carol is one of my favorite stories of all time. I, you know, there, there used to be a theater in um, one of the cities I lived in when I was growing up that had a production every year of A Christmas Carol. And it was the most magical thing. And for the past, I want to say, 10 or 11 years, I have gone to see a, a Christmas Carol live. This is the first year I'm not going to do it because live theater is dead. But I, it's in a coma. It'll be back. But um, I, I love A Christmas Carol. I have not seen this version. I would love to see this version. And you know what would be a fun little tie-in is if when the ghost of Christmas yet to be showed up and Vanessa said to him, uh, you know, uh, when she saw him, she looked at him and said, you went and saved the best for last. Because that was a hit song, remember? Yes. As it stands now, how is that version? It's pretty good. It's, uh, I believe it's a, a lifetime one. So, you know, your obvious... Uh, female forward kind of ideas. Now, in this version, is she an idiot? She's not an idiot, but she is a stone cold bitch. And what it is is uh, is Bob Cratchit played by a woman as well? I don't remember. I don't remember. And does she say, "You there, boy? What day is it?" And then the little boy looks up confused and says, "It's Christmas Day." Yeah, it's kind. It's more like a Devil Wears Prada meets the Christmas Carol. So she's like a high-powered executive. Does she fat shame? Does she fat shame? Yeah, a lot of Devil Wears Prada to me, I couldn't get past the fat shaming. Fat shaming. You're complaining because you're a size six and everybody thinks that's fat? Okay, go to hell. Why don't you shove that Prada shoe right up your own can, okay? Somebody should. Yeah, it's a body-positive podcast. What can I say? Right. But you like that one? Yeah, that was nice. Um... You know, she, my aunts also, they just, I feel like they always kind of taught me about the finer things in life. You know, they took me to Chico's a lot. The store? Yeah, the store. They got me a lot of statement necklaces. Um, if I had to give a little constructive criticism to an aunt. Which ones, us or your body? Not you two, you two are perfect. <gasps> Thank you so much. Um, some of my constructive criticisms would be, you know, sometimes I think ants like to, they like to see the best in you and they don't always, you know, see the real you. You sure about that? I don't know. That's just how I feel. So sometimes you feel like you maybe need to impress an ant because they, they believe so much in you. No. You don't want to let them down. What if I were to tell you, or what if we were to tell you, your Aunt Pat and I, that uh, again, once again, we see the best in you. And we have almost a laser focus on who you are as a person. Okay? We, we get you. We, we support you. We see everything. What if we were to say that? What would that mean to you? If we, if we said to you, we see it all. No matter what you're showing us, we see it all. What, what would you say to that? I'd say, you see everything? I see an unbroken hymen. And I'm going to say it's almost stronger. It's somehow thicker because you do a lot of dairy. And I don't know if that, I don't know if scientifically there's an effect there, but in my mind that that's got a protein and and calcium thick, thick and thick. It's like a chastity belt that's made of hymen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A dairyman's sponsored 
Is that nationwide? Organic, Organic Valley sponsored chastity belt. Thick. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little thick. It's, uh, sometimes it stops me from peeing. It's so big. So it's expanded. It's come out. Okay, we're going to go ahead and set you up with an appointment there, buddy. We're going get to you, get you looked at. You know, I don't know if I told you this. I don't know. Uh, I remember the first time that I attempted to have male and female intercourse. Um, I thought I was closed up for good. And I called my sister and I said, we couldn't do it. What, what in the hell am I closed up for good? And she said, no. And I said, okay, seems like I am. And then we, then, you know, later that day we powered through and, um, and that's that. And did it, did it hurt? Yes. But Pat is the one who should really talk about this because she's, she's the queen of penetration. I am just going to say that there is nothing more relatable than you trying to impress Mags and I. And everyone does it, and but we want you to know that you don't have to do that with us. You know, I try to be really open. I do. I love penetration. And one day you will experience it and you'll be like, I didn't even know that something going in me like that was what I wanted. And you're like, wait, hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. Don't say it like that. Don't say you didn't know it was something you wanted, kiddo. You should always know. Oh, yeah. When you want it. And you always have the right to say no. Okay, sorry, Pat. I know you didn't mean it like that, but I just wanted to clarify for a, a little sweetheart. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, let me clarify. I knew I wanted to do the sex, but I didn't know how it was going to happen at me. You know, I was along for the ride, bought the ticket, took the ride. Okay, with you, not at you. With yeah, yeah, yeah. And one day when it happens, you're going to go, oh, boy, how do I get at that? You know, you ever get a package and you don't know how to open it because it's sealed. It's got like that plastic thing. And you're like, uh, you don't have any scissors or a good sharp knife. And you're just desperate to get it out because you need it. That's what it's going to be like after you the first time. And oh, boy, you're going to be wound up tight and always be looking for it and trying to get at it. That's adulthood. That's being a woman. That's exciting. It's coming for you. Live, live in this time where you're not trying to get at it all the time. Enjoy this part of your life. Yeah, she's crying. Uh, back, back it up. Sorry. A little bit. She's crying. Sorry. Sorry. It's a beautiful, natural, wonderful thing. It's not scary. It can be. Well, it can be a little intimidating. It's not scary if you. It can be sc- If you want it to be scary, it can be frightening i think i want it i think i want that as you do it more as you you know get you get a little more of experience and you, you're able to put a name on the things you want right that's one of my favorite things about the gay male community they got bandanas and stuff color codes and they know they all got names they know what they want it's very impressive i love it it's organizationally a beautiful thing my mom took away all my pillows oh okay okay there's not a doorknob in this garage. So do you think maybe that's why she moved you into the garage? So she could kind of control what you were inter- inter- interacting with? Maybe. Maybe that makes a lot of sense. Kind of take things out of the equation that, uh, you know, maybe she doesn't want you physically interacting with. And maybe your mom's just looking out for you. You know, it's only natural and completely normal and healthy 
to, to sometimes butt heads with your mom. And, um, you know, moms will also work in mysterious ways. And, um, you know, maybe she just wants you to let yourself be a, a young person at, at a reasonable speed right now so you don't hurt yourself or fuck up all the pillows, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes a mom, if she really cares, could, and I don't know, this is just off the top of my head. This isn't something from experience. You know, a mom could sometimes reach out to two people who have befriended their daughter um, and try to get them to help. You know how sometimes people say, what, do you got eyes in the back of your head? I feel like a mother has eyes in the back of her heart and she knows and sometimes she could reach out to people who will be able to help in a situation where maybe that kid isn't comfortable going to their mother and um, two strangers who became very close friends or aunts to someone could be the bridge between them. So you're saying my mom talked to you? I wouldn't say that. Would you, Pat? No. Okay. As long as there's no lies between the three of us. Can't lie to you. I can't let this go for one more second. Yeah, your mom reached out to us. We just want to know that you're okay, kiddo. And so, and she wanted to know too. And I don't blame her, you know, when two adult women strike up a a beautiful relationship with their high school age daughter. You know, it's normal, I think, for a mother to reach out. So, you know, earlier we we said, you know, we didn't really know much about your mother. That was, we still don't, she's kind of a mystery. She's kind of her own thing. She's not, you know, she's not in the book club or anything. But we know her more than we let on. And we, but we love you. And so does she. And that's the important thing. I know she does. And I'm okay. I'm just, I'm just horny. Oh, we all are. Everyone, and that's that's the secret of being a grown-up. Yeah. You're always broke. You're always horny. You're always hungry. You're always tired. You're always thinking, is there an afterlife or what? You know, that's part of it. And you'll get to that club soon enough. And if we've, if we've uh, obfuscated the truth a little bit, it's only out of lo- a lot of love for you and a lot of caring about you. And, and everything comes in due time. I want to say this. A friend of ours, his name is Brian... Davidowitz, we call him Razor. You know, he emailed in and he said, I would love to hear you two say the phrase hardcore 24. And I'm going to go ahead and say, when you're an aunt or a grown woman or a young lady, the way your mind works, you know, you're super horned up. That's great. By the time you get to our age, you know, a lot of people think sex, sex drive stops. And I would say, this is the time I will say, it doesn't. I'm hardcore 24. I don't know if that means something different than how I'm using it, but I'm hardcore 24, big time. I'm hardcore 24 too. It's hard to say. It's hard to say in a normal American voice. Hardcore 24. Hardcore 24. You got it. Uh, well, Benice, I think you've, we've, said, uh, we, we've said some true things to you today and you've received them as the mature young lady that you are. Mm-hmm. I never had any doubt. I want you to know that we don't expect anything from you except to be the lovely, unique, smart, little shoplifter that you are. Mm-hmm. That's we- all that we ask from you. And, and I hope you never feel like you have to put on anything around us because I certainly don't around you. You get what you get with us. And, and we want to get what we get with you because you, you're perfect. Yeah, you're horned up. That's okay. That's okay. That's natural. I got kicked out of school for humping the mascot. We know. Yeah. We know. Yeah. Burrows are very... A burrow looks like it's... I get it. Let's be honest. 
that mascot is stacked like a brick shithouse. When you look at that mascot... Why are its its buttocks are very um, defined? Taut. Taut. Show me a person who doesn't look at that mascot sexually, and I will show you that person from species. That's not human. Okay? Because, sorry. Sorry, Charlie. That mascot is hot. Utterly hot. And I'm not talking like Michigan State spot and hot. I'm talking like, wow, above and beyond. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I, f- I always feel so much better talking to you. Well, I always feel so much better talking to you. I really yeah. do. Yeah. Especially when we can kind of clear the air and let everything come out as it's supposed to. You know, every, they say everything comes out in the wash. Well, mm-hmm. on this podcast, everything comes out in the ants. Yeah. Um, you're, you're not the niece that I, that I was given. You're the niece I chose. Oh. Chosen family. Well, Bernice, I, uh, we're going we're gonna to let you off the hook here. And I know you got some TikToking or um, whatever it is that, 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 uh, that, you know, people your age do. Can I just say? Yeah. I know you're trying to wrap this up, but you know how my mind works? And What's that? Tick, TikTok. Uh, then the, you, you guys remember that song? To the TikTok, you don't stop. We knock boots till six o'clock as we lay. All night long and early in the morning, she sang this song. Ooh, boy, I love you so. Never, ever, ever gonna let you go. And that's how it should feel with somebody when you have feelings with them. Okay, when it's special. And when you're supposed to knock boots till six o'clock. TikTok, you won't stop. And on that note, uh, we do have a mantra uh, that we'd like to close out on. We also have a follow-up question from Funkle Feffrey. Oh. Which, um, do the mailbag real quick. Let's do the mailbag first. This is from an old friend of me. And it says, hi, it's Feffrey. You guys go on and on about how inclusive your show is, but you fail to acknowledge the clear contempt the two of you have for all things uncle. Uncles are people too, you know, and you're offending me. And I imagine a large portion of your audience with this anti-uncle claptrap. Stick with the ant stuff. Lay off the uncles. Also, more Olive Garden suggestions would be great. Now, I take issue with a couple of things. The first of all, Olive Garden. Secondly, don't. This is like when people told the chicks to shut up and sing. Sorry, not going to happen. Don't tell us to lay off the uncle stuff. Keep the uncles off me, then. You want me to lay off an uncle? Keep your uncles off me. You You think ants are going into spaces and anting it up and ruining things? I talk about uncles because they're coming into my space. They're yelling they're carousing, they're bumping into me and not saying anything, they're hitting me on the head with the luggage as soon as we land. That's what uncles are doing. So as soon as I feel like there aren't uncles pressing into my space at all times, then I will stop talking about uncles. Yeah, show me, you know what, again, we've said this, we've had some great uncles on this podcast. We've had Uncle Chester, we've had Uncle Dutch, we've had Uncle AJ, we've had some amazing uncles we're not talking to the bad uncles here. We're talking to the good uncles when we say, you're welcome. When we're, when we're talking about bad uncles, we're talking about funkles, and you're not welcome here. Because we do all the heavy lifting, and we do the dirty work for you that you don't want to do. You swoop in, you do a freaking magic trick, and then you leave. That's not the responsibility of being an aunt or an uncle. We don't just get to swoop in. Being an ant is hardcore 24, okay? That's what it is. Right, Pat? Yeah, yeah. Well, and... Uh, what do you like at Olive Garden? Who cares, Feffrey? 
What do you Unbelievable. Like? We've touched on this a million times. I like everything there. Mags doesn't like any of it. Yeah. The breadsticks and the salad. That's fine. That's it. Yeah. Now they're doing sandwiches with breadsticks as the bun. It's like, could you panda more? You that know? sounds pretty good, though. Do they sell that bread? Anyway, I'll look into it. It doesn't matter. It's a go. You can get it to go. All right. All right. The mantra for this week, as always, from my dear friend Carol Doyle. The best in the biz. At whatever this business is, is an ant can move a rubber tree plant and a snake plant and aloe, and they have high hopes for you. Now, usually... I'm right on the level. What is this one about? Because is this, is this a reference to something I'm not understanding? I believe it's to the song. The, the song about the... An ant can't move a rubber tree plant, but he's got high hopes. He's got high hopes. Okay. He's got high apple pie, high apple pie. Pie in the sky. Sky hopes. So this is a bit of a play on that, I believe. Yeah. Okay, great. I think that's cool. I have high hopes for these mantras every week, and I'm never disappointed. What do you think about that one, kiddo? Did you like that mantra? Did you get it? No, but uh, but it'll stick with me. Like species, like those green nipples. I think that's it, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, as always, uh, you know, thank you. A huge thank you and lots of love to Anis Benice. You may as well be one of our very own. You, as far as I'm concerned, you're flesh and blood, kiddo. We love you so much. Thank you. I love you too. Both of you. I will tackle anybody for you any day. All right. Well, uh, love you, Max. Love you, Pat. Love you too, Max and Pat. Love you. All right. Yes. Thank you for listening to Those Who Ain't Baby Makers podcast starring Colleen Doyle as your aunt Pat and Dana Carcioli as your auntie Mags. If you liked this podcast, you have to subscribe, rate, and review us. Bernice the niece was played by the mighty Allison Ringhand. Allison is a teacher in Chicago who performs with the ensemble Three Pete and can be heard on the Hello from the Magic Tavern podcast. Our theme song was performed by the Q's and you can follow them at the Q's Music on Instagram. Follow Those Who Ain't on Instagram and Twitter and if you have any questions for the answers, as always, email us at those who answer gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Stay healthy, wear a mask, and for God's sakes, call your rant.